morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. The date is Saturday, January 29th. Hope you are having a good day so far. If you're in New York, I bet you are waking up to, like myself, a crazy amount of snow this storm. Um, But it'll be nice to kind of just stay in and and watch the snow fall, watch the flurries fall. But with that in mind, we got some fun stuff to talk about. And we got to start with a couple movie anniversaries because sometimes this happens. Just coincidentally, two of my all-time favorite movies um, were released on the same day. These are two very, very different movies. But uh, on this day in 2018, Black Panther had its L.A. premiere, in my opinion, a top five all-time Marvel movie, not just MCU, Marvel in general. I actually wrote an article about six months ago uh, ranking every single Marvel movie of all time, not just the MCU movies. Um, There's like 60 movies. Uh, so if you look up 137 p.m. best Marvel movies and you'll be able to find it. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think I put Black Panther two or three. I think Black Panther is, is a pretty, pretty emblematic of how to make a good superhero movie. This is kind of a deep cut or just old, but... One of my favorite movies of all time is Dr. Strangelove from 1964, and I'm sorry to come on this podcast and plug a movie from 1964, but I feel like so many movies from that era really do not hold up pacing-wise like to the, to a modern audience, but Dr. Strangelove, even in recent watches for me, is really funny. It's about the Cold War and anxiety around the impending nuclear crisis, um, but it's a comedy. It's like a pure comedy, and it is really a wonderful, hysterical movie that I feel like, as far as old movies go, it's actually paced pretty well and is, even for a modern audience, is enjoyable and engaging. Um, Peter Sellers plays a bunch of different parts in it, uh, sort of a la Tyler Perry, and it's a it's a wonderful comedy movie. If you are looking to get into older movies and don't really know where to start, I would say watch Dr. Strangelove because it is an immensely funny and, and wonderful movie to get into. And with that, we can hop into the news of the day. Sports. So late Thursday night, we got an announcement of the NBA All-Star Game starters. Um, And then I want to talk about it today because we sort of got some some retrospect yesterday and some first takes about it. So first, the things that were not surprising at all. LeBron was named to the All-Star team for the 18th year in a row, um, tying Kobe for second place with All-Star uh, selections. Kobe also had 18 uh, behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's 19. KD was also selected to be the other captain. Um, neither of those things particularly surprising. But what was surprising that has been a bit of uh, a little bit controversial over yesterday is that Andrew Wiggins, the forward who plays for the Golden State Warriors, was selected as one of the starters. And they only pick five starters for each conference. So these are the 10 best players in the NBA. I love Andrew Wiggins. I love his game. He's a great player, but I think a lot of people were surprised by this and it sort of demonstrated the limitations of having such a fan voting centric system because there are a lot of players that people would argue make more of an impact on their team than Andrew Wiggins. Um, Just so you know how the selection process works right now, 50% of it is from fan ballots and then a media panel makes up 25% and current players make up another 25% of the selection process. So a lot of people were sort of seeing this as maybe we should stop doing fan voting because a team like the Golden State Warriors that has such a diehard fan base can kind of just pump the vote with votes for Andrew Wiggins, who is a player who is the second or third option on the Golden State Warriors. And then players like Rudy Gobert, who's consistently one of the most dominant big men in the league, did not make it as a starter. These are backcourt players, so it's not necessarily that they were in direct competition with Wiggins, but players like Luka Doncic did not make the selection. Um, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, a bunch of other players that I sort of think of as top 20 players in the league. So just interesting. I mean, I don't think that necessarily it's bad and that Andrew Wiggins won't play great. I'm sure he will, but people are sort of doubting the selection process based on this because it just seemed kind of biased. This is how it worked out. Um, just to go over the selections real quick, 
So the Western Conference, LeBron James, of course, and then Steph Curry, of course. Then Andrew Wiggins, sort of the surprise. John Morant is making his first appearance, which John Morant is such an unbelievable, exciting, wonderful player. Um, and then Nikola Jokic, in my opinion, the best big man in the league, of course, made the selection. Um, then the Eastern Conference is going to be KD, Kevin Durant, uh, DeMar DeRozan, who is having an incredible year. Trey Young, who's also having another incredible year, despite the Hawks' sort of lackluster record at this point. Then Joel Embiid, who's also one of the best big men in the league. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, who, in my opinion, is the best player in the NBA. So yeah, overall, I don't have a really hot take like Andrew Wiggins should not have been a starter or he definitely should have been. I just think it's interesting if we should let fans vote, because in my opinion, if the fans, if Andrew Wiggs was able to get enough fans to vote for him, then maybe he should be an all-star. But also people could argue that it should only be experts who make the choices, uh, the media panel and players. But we'll see if there's any changes actually initiated after this. In the world of crypto... Cryptocurrency. We're going to be talking about LeBron a lot today, but so LeBron has announced his foray into the crypto space, and in typical LeBron fashion, it is just in such a wonderful, charitable, great way, generous way. Um, but so LeBron and Crypto.com have announced they are launching a crypto education initiative. I mean, no disrespect to other players, but so often we hear about players taking their salary in Bitcoin or doing these other ways of sort of uh, destigmatizing cryptocurrency, and I love that LeBron's way is by launching a charitable initiative. Um, and so, according to the press release released yesterday, the legend himself, LeBron James, is going to be partnering with Crypto.com in the form of an initiative that will help 1,600 kids in LeBron's hometown of Akron, Ohio, to learn about the technology behind the emerging world of Web3 and cryptocurrency. In the statement, LeBron said, Blockchain technology is revolutionizing our economy, sports and entertainment, the art world, and how we engage with one another. I want to ensure that communities like the one I come from are not left behind. I love LeBron. I think this is such a, a, a nice way of him to, to get into crypto by educating others. Um, the initiative is going to take the form of in-person and virtual courses that will be run through experts from crypto.com. In the world of entertainment, entertainment, Jason Momoa has joined Fast and Furious 10. I honestly, I feel like I was never a huge Jason Momoa guy, transparently, but then I really was charmed by him in Dune, so now I kind of love him and was super excited to see this news. So it looks like Dom Toretto and the Fast and the Furious family have their next villain, and it's going to be Jason Momoa. Deadline reported that he has joined the cast of F10. Momoa will be joined by Vin Diesel, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Michelle Rodriguez, and Sung Kang, all expected to return. Um, Justin Lin, who has directed four films in the franchise, is going to helm this one, which is being split into two parts that are going to be released a year apart. There's not really any plot details right now, mostly just casting information, but the movie is scheduled to hit theaters on May 19th, 2023. Finally, in the gaming world... Gaming. All my friends who follow Pokemon have been kind of chewing my ear off about this for weeks, so it is exciting that it is finally here, and I'm going to get to hear some more reviews throughout the weekend, but Pokemon Legends Arceus finally launched yesterday. This is one of the more anticipated Pokemon games in recent memory. It uh, was part of the 25th anniversary, even though now we're pretty far out from the anniversary, but it was announced around the anniversary, and one of the more ambitious games from Pokemon in a long time finally released yesterday, so it was sort of intended to kind of revamp the Pokemon game model uh, by utilizing a semi open world model rather than the historical model from Pokemon, which is almost always a strictly turn-based RPG. And early reviews of the game so far are pretty positive. People, I think, see the potential of this model that offers more freedom and sort of a less rigid uh, structure for capturing Pokemon. It's more feels like an open world video game. Um, but there have been some criticisms of the development of the open world that it feels a little bit empty because it was so ambitious, but I feel like that will be improved upon in the future. So overall, I'm curious to see some reviews throughout the weekend as they continue to pour in and also to talk to friends of mine about it. And also, I really got to get a Nintendo Switch. This might be the thing that that encourages me to do it. But I think that right now the reviews are are leaning towards pretty positive. 
Um, but I think that improvements that come out as they update the game will continue to make it better. And I think it also just demonstrates a whole new world of potential for the Pokemon franchise. So overall, it's exciting. I I, I want to play it this weekend. And if, if people play it, uh, hop in the Discord and tell us about it because I'm, I'm, I'm interested in learning more. And that is it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or follow us on our social media platforms and hop in the Discord so you can chat with us. We'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.